0: Hello and welcome back to geeking out over Star Wars. My name is Zachary Breland. I just gave him my last name, and I don't usually do that, but I did anyway. Um, here we are, uh, actually on a, con- a nice consistent schedule. Shamari, I'm joined by Shamari. What's up, dude?
1: Hey, glad to be talking to Star Wars as usual. Yeah, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're getting back to uh, back to this, this somewhat of a routine at least for now um, until. Uh, you know, life throws more more things at us, <laughs> and
0: life will inevitably do that.
1: Yes, as as it does. Yes, um, but uh, but yeah, just happy to be here. We got we got uh, we have an interesting show today, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, we definitely have an interesting show today. It is very nice to be consistent. So back to back weeks, which we haven't done maybe since what the first or second episode. Um, yes, which is it? Which is it's nice. This was kind of what we wanted to do. And then life gets in the way and we don't get to. Um, so it's the summer and hopefully we can squeeze a few more of these in throughout August before uh, before life takes a turn and makes it very hard for us to do so. Um, yes. For those who are first listening, for those who have been listening, it does not matter. This is... Geeking out over Star Wars, where we do just that, we geek out over all things Star Wars. If you're watching the movies, if you're reading the comics, if you are following the New High Republic books, if you are watching Bad Batch, this is the place where we talk about a lot of what's going on. Um, Usually we'll cover the big stuff that's happening, we try to talk about some news, we do some top 10 lists, and that is what we will be focusing on today. Uh, there isn't big Star Wars news news the past week, right? The only thing going on, um, would be, Bad Batch is still going on, and it's it's down to its last three episodes. Um, and so episode was it fourteen came out today, correct?
1: Yes. Yep. That's fourteen.
0: Right. Fourteen today. Um, and then also we had Out of the Shadows, which is the Justina Ireland penned young adult novel. Um, the latest High Republic book to be released and that just came out tuesday which we'll no doubt talk about in a few weeks um because i'm i'm knee deep in that and i'm really enjoying that so far um so that that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about um you are currently reading you are currently listening to out of the shadows and we had a brief discussion about it, but i feel like it's obviously something we should bring up now because it's just so odd what's going on with your out of the shadows experience
1: yeah, so the the narration, um, and I'm not gonna and this is nothing against the narrator, right? 'Cause cause I mean, in terms of just narrating books, she's doing a fine job. Um but um but just the, the, the quality of the production uh is very is very low compared to the other Star Wars books. And uh yeah, so it, it actually caused me to to pause the audiobook and actually jump to the ebook, or I had to at least buy the ebook um, uh, instead because it's just it's very uh, low quality just in terms of just the production and you know the, the narrator doesn't really really try to do the other voices really. Uh, so it's it's similar to and of course we discussed this before. It's similar to like the other books on uh in uh, that you would just get in audio in audio form the other audio books you would get um where they're just reading the story to you um but i'm so used to just the very high quality star wars audio um productions the and uh this is just not one of them so it's a little it's 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 i'd say it's honestly it's a pretty huge bummer because i was really really looking forward to this um, and I like the audiobooks. books. Uh, my preferred method of consuming a lot of these books. So, you know, um, uh, that's a bit of a letdown. So for anyone that hasn't checked it out yet, you may want to, uh, get the ebook or just the physical copy. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I just, I just got to put that out there.
0: It's just so weird. It's just weird. It's odd because like you said, and we talked about before, most audiobooks are just a narrator. And that's it. Like, there's no sound effects. There's no trying to change up voices. The diff- the biggest, you know, the biggest change in voice will usually come when the narrator is trying to do a member of the opposite sex, right? So yep. um, uh, if it's a male narrator trying to do a female and, or vice versa. But um, Star Wars audiobooks have always been known for, like, their atmosphere. You're getting the sound effects. You're getting Star Wars music pulled straight from the movies. You're getting you're getting the narrator doing more than just narrating like they're acting it out there. They are bringing life to these characters and doing different voices um, beyond just, you know, dipping an octave or raising an octave for different for male or female. So it's just one of those things that's odd and I don't see why it happened or like I don't know what happened there, what the decision was. Because the entire high, it's not as if like, oh, with the higher public initiative, they said, okay, we're going to present it like more regular audiobooks. Then they're pre-president for that, right? But we've had the entire first wave and most of the second wave presented yeah. normally and typically. So I'm, con- I'm confused as to why this would have happened. It just doesn't make sense yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, I'm concerned, honestly. I hope this isn't like a trend, you know, that where they're just like, oh, well, some of them will just not. We'll just not do the production for. And it's like, oh boy. I
0: got to imagine it won't be. It has to be a one-off again. I don't know what the decision was, and so I, maybe I it won't. But I feel like they're going to definitely hear it. Um, no pun intended from listeners. Like they're definitely going yeah. to be receiving complaints and whatnot because it, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, that that's that's I, I figured that was worth mentioning. Um, today and we talked about because it it's just so bizarre. Um, today's episode is a fun one. In between, you know, novel breakdowns and deep dives into new stuff coming out, we thought we'd return to our very fun, very favorite, obviously, top ten lists. Um, now in the past we have done top ten Imperials, um, we've done our top ten canon novels, and today we thought we'd take a look at the other side of things and let's do our top ten Jedi um, there are more noteworthy Jedi to pick from than there are Imperials. One thousand percent. So I can't say this list was super hard for me. I feel like the Imperials list was harder. Was it for you?
1: Uh, that is a, that is a good question. Um, I, I would probably, I would say, uh, Hmm. No, I mean, honestly, I probably, I, I, I probably couldn't say so. I, I don't think this mm. was. I, th- I think it was maybe a little. I think it was a little. Um, maybe getting the order. It took a little bit, a little bit more time for me, but just getting the top ten wasn't wasn't really as as difficult.
0: Yeah. No. I, I, I think it's the same with me. It was like it's the order for this one. Like, uh, like in terms of where I would place them, I think more so whereas like but there were so many to choose from but then with Imperials it was less to choose from but the order wasn't as hard um all right so we can go right in and this is exciting because um, I have not seen your list you have not seen my list so we really are going into it very blind um, in regards to each other's top 10 um so I guess you can you can start things off with number 10. And then I'll go, you know, 10-9 sure. and we'll do our usual.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. Um, Any honorable so
0: mentions though first?
1: Um. Uh. Yeah. I have a, a couple. Um. And I, I won't spend too much time on them. But, uh, first I have Plo Koon. He's an honorable mention. Uh, for me. Um. He. I thought he, he was a. He was a good character. I think the Clone Wars explored a lot of his. Gave him a lot more personality. I think. Um. And really kind of showed him off as kind of a, like a mentor type figure to Ahsoka and an ally to of course the Clone Army and the Jedi Order and whatnot so I like Plo Koon uh, so I, he was an honorable mention he, he could have made the list uh, he probably would have if, if he were given if he were or just showed up more in other things um, and Wreath uh, Silas is, is an honorable mention uh, who he's the only he's the only High Republic that I split He's the only High Republic person uh, to to even really get close to my top ten. Really, I really like his character um, uh, so far. He's very much a bookworm, but uh, however, very talented, and he is knee deep in a lot of very troubling stuff, as all the Je- Jedi are in the High Republic right now. Yes, following the story. Oh yes, but it, but it is uh. So it, it, I think it's gonna be very fun to see, um, to see how how he progresses in the story or in in this whole saga. But he is another honorable mention. I, I like Rethel. I am so excited uh-huh.
0: to hear that you have a higher Republic character, and not in the official top ten, but even in an honorable mention. I just mean, because I was as I'm putting this <laughs> together, I'm thinking, can we yet? Should we yet? It's so yeah, early. It's- like, are we al- sh- like are we allowed to? It's our own list. We can do whatever we want. But like. should we and so um you might be surprised by my list all right anyway go ahead
1: interesting all right um so uh number 10 for me is quinlan voss um uh who uh for me he was gonna be on your list yeah he had to be on my list um yeah he was honestly dark disciple um was like wow you know he was yeah I mean, I didn't really know much about him. He was in Clone Wars uh, as well um, for a few episodes, um, and of course, he has the ability to to, to touch objects and and uh, like see their history, which was very utilized in in Dark Disciple as well, uh, the novel um, by was that Christy Golden that wrote that? Yep, I believe. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yes, and um, which is an amazing book by the way if anyone hasn't checked that out it's, that's that's I, I I think that's top ten for me uh almost definitely but um but yeah Quinlan Voss is, is a I think he's a he's a great character and that book added so much depth to him um to his his relationship with Asaj Ventress um you know his role within the Jedi Order and in how in his uh struggles uh, with that um and um yeah i also just think just his just his temperament his attitude his his kind of kind of can do attitude but also a bit brash it I, I think it's just I like Quinlan Loss. I like him as a character. Um so he is number 10 for me. Uh you want me to give number nine also? Yeah go for it. Alright so number nine for me is Qui Gon Jin. Oh uh, so,
0: well, we are yeah, so on very opposite ends of the spectrum here.
1: Oh, wow! Oh, it's going to be yes, very that's...
0: interesting. Yeah, keep going.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So Qui-Gon is number nine for me. Um, I like Qui-Gon a lot. Obviously, he's in my top ten. Um, You know, I thought Liam Neeson played him very well. I like, I love Qui-Gon, how Qui-Gon is characterized in everything. In the movie, in the books that he's been in, the, the, the various different books he's been in. Uh, in the comics, master and apprentice, and uh, I believe he's even in Dooku for a little bit as well. Um, I mean he, I mean he is, he's stoic. He is a, he's responsible. He's not irresponsible, but he does. He's not afraid to question, like what the council says, and what the order says. Um, but he doesn't just completely. Abandon his principles he finds ways to, to just to 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 look at it look at the world through a Jedi lens as opposed to just Following it, you know, just just like the literal a letter of the law without question um, And then applying that to Obi-Wan, which is why Obi-Wan is as good as Obi-Wan is so it's like Yeah, so Qui-Gon is is to me. He's he's a fantastic Jedi Um, So yeah, he had to be number nine for me
0: I will definitely get more into Qui-Gon Jinn later, so I won't say much, but I probably what I appreciate so much about certain Jedi, I think it applies to Quinlan Voss also, um, and to Qui-Gon Jinn. and I think we're seeing with someone like Comac Vitus in, in the High Republic, is they're just so unorthodox. And um, I just think that makes for a really interesting dynamic on the page. I really, really do. So, like, I think uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, they really... If the prequels and if Phantom Menace did anything really, really well, um, it was really showing just how against the grain Qui-Gon goes. Um, and how he really does, like, he could be a Jedi Council member, but he, you know, he could be on the Council, but he's not. Because, you know, he's too unorthodox, and he's too obsessed with prophecy, and he's too, you know, he, he, it's just, he's so different. So, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll gush more later. Um... My number 10, and I'm very curious as to if this, this being is even on your list. And if it is, if is it blasphemy that I'm putting him at 10 only. And that is Yoda. Um, mm-hmm. I have Yoda wow. at 10. Okay. I have Yoda at That's 10. And yeah. Yoda feels I'm very... i higher. Yeah, Yoda uh, feels very much like an obvious choice for most people. Right, he is the sage master. He is witty at times, right? Like unsuspectingly witty, when you wouldn't. Um, he has a love for younglings, which I is probably one of my is probably my favorite thing about him. It's his love for teaching, and he genuinely, genuinely, and he ends up on this list. There are hundreds upon hundreds of Jedi that have been um, explored in canon Star Wars so far. Right, so like. Putting him at 10 still puts him in the top 10 of Jedi ever, right? Like, so that's like uh, in my eyes. So it's still, he's still insanely high. I just think when compared to the rest, Yoda doesn't do too much for me on a character level. Because he's, he is very much such a, he's important, but he's more supporting the main character. And I guess that, that, that's like part of his strength and part of his learning. And like I said, I love that he loves to teach. Right. Like we see in Attack of the Clones when he's instructing the younglings. We see that he is the Mm. one who goes with the younglings on their like pilgrimage to Ilum to get their Kyber crystals. We see it in the High Republic. He was doing the same thing. He's with younglings. Like he just loves to teach. Mm. And that's why I like him so much. He's just not higher on my list. And that's because a lot of the other Jedi just, I connect to on a, on a level that I just don't with Yoda. Um, <laughs> okay. I know, I don't, I, don't, it's, I know. That's weird. It's, 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 it's definitely a little weird, and I, I don't know. But um, Yoda just feels like an obvious choice that I couldn't put higher. Um, that I just mm-hmm. couldn't put higher. Number nine, I have is Cal Kestis, who is the oh. Jedi at the front and center of Respawn's yes. um, 2019 game, Jedi Fallen Order. Um,
1: yes. I, you know, I think. The love for I don't know if it's blasphemy to, to put Kyle above above, um, well actually well no I won't say anything you else. know what it, bla- it
0: might be we'll, blas we'll see by the end of this list we'll we'll see if if I'm being blasphemous or if either of us is being blasphemous we'll get there <laughs> right as as like diehard Star Wars fans how dare I have Cal above Yoda I don't know we'll
1: see <laughs> we'll be getting a lot of hate. yes after. we
0: we'll, we'll get a ton of hate after I I, I can take it um Kyle you know there's a benefit to having a video game because that's 20 plus hours of exploring one yes. character um and so maybe that's a little unfair and I have a couple picks later that i'm like you know what it's my own damn rules so you know to hell with it and i can be as unfair as i want um but i think just seeing someone who is also so reluctant to to embrace destiny for lack of a more cliche term you know he doesn't want to come back but then he's forced into this because his instincts can get, kick in, and he is a great person. Right mm-hmm. at the beginning of Jedi Fallen Order, when he saves his yeah. his his worker mate, and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom, he's thrust into this giant journey that he was not expecting or trying to get whatsoever. He right, this is following Order sixty six. Yeah. He's on the run, but something about him is just so damn relatable. He is he's really like any normal person, and I think he takes the idea of threat the the idea of Star Wars, of this greatness thrust upon us and answering the call, right, that's that's always what Star Wars has been about. That's what happened Luke Skywalker. Yep. Always, always, always. And so I think he's a great embodiment of that. We spent so much time. He's he's played by the wonderful Cameron Monaghan. So I, there's just, I, I just, I love Cal and I think he was a perfect choice for this list. So Cal Kessis is my number nine.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with anything that you said. Um, that you said about Cal. Um, I mean, that's an interest interesting, ten, definitely an interesting ten and nine. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with my list. So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep going. Um, uh, so at number eight, I have. And look, I I know people people are probably gonna get very mad at me. Okay, you might get very. Ooh, mad at Oh, I'm so know. excited! Tell what me. <laughs> number eight is luke skywalker i have luke skywalker at number eight uh on my list so no he's not number one no he's not number three i have luke at number eight now ah okay okay Okay. i'll (laughs) hold my comments but
0: you're i'm gonna hold my comments because i don't think you're gonna expect what i'm gonna say but go ahead go
1: all right so i have luke at number eight um and no he's not off my list either i don't hate luke (laughs) Um, I do <laughs> I because some people actually do hate Luke. Kind of I know. Surprising. I know. I can't stand Luke. Um, but, uh, but no, I don't hate Luke. Um, he's just not my favorite Jedi. Um, he's a little you know.
0: bland, but sorry, keep going.
1: He's, a, You know, he's a little... And look, I don't want to... It, he's on my top 10. I like Luke. Oh no, Shamari. As a Jedi. Oh no, Shamari. I like I like Luke as a jedi um I want to see more of him as a jedi master. We haven't seen as much of that as I would like personally um I would i mean he's done i i mean i he saved the galaxy, so I mean you know we've seen plenty of him in terms of him like doing stuff but uh I don't know I think it's just uh, the first. Um, I say the first couple movies, of course, that we saw him, a lot of it is, it's a lot of, um, you know, it's not, not a whole lot of, of, um, um, not a whole lot of, uh, Jediing, I guess you can say, I don't know how, I don't know, it's, it's a little hard to describe. Um, I know what
0: you're saying, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you
1: know, it's, it's different from say the prequels or even, even I, I would, I would argue even possibly even, um, uh, the sequels with Rey, even, which I mean, I like to raise not on my list. I'll just say that right now. But oh, OK, <laughs> but uh, but I'm just like just to illustrate my point, like like, you know, we got Prime Luke and Return of the Jedi. We got a snippet of that in the Mandalorian. I don't know if we're going to get more of that in. I suspect we will in like the comics. Um, uh, There's a ton of it in the expanded the the expanded universe, but n- that's not going anymore. Um, I didn't consume a whole lot of that. To be honest, so you know, I may be biased in that way as well as compared to others who may have. So yeah, Luke is number eight for me. I like Luke a lot. Um, you know, I, I want to see more of him. I don't not want to see more of Luke. Um, uh, but and you know, I like his. Of course, he has. He's he is Luke Skywalker, right? He's son of Anakin, and you know, he's Mister Mister Hope. Honestly. Uh, in terms of this optimism, until the last Jedi, which you know, however you feel about that. Um, <laughs> See, so. I, I, I have a uh,
0: spoiler alert. I have Luke Skywalker on my list, but there's a very, very specific stipulation for his inclusion, which I won't spoil and I won't say. Oh, that's that's interesting. But he he's on my list, but we'll we'll get there.
1: All right. Uh, so yeah, so Luke is number eight uh, for me. So yes, I have seven other um, people I've. How so, dare you! Numbers. <laughs> so, so number seven for me um, is uh, Mace Windu, and I don't know if that's going to get a lot of people angry or upset, or I know some people hate Mace Windu. Um, people hate everybody, but yeah, but welcome to Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Mace Windu is number seven, right? I mean, he was uh, for me, he was just seen as such a, a powerful figure. Um, on the Jedi Council throughout the entire prequel, prequel, um, saga. And, um, and I, I mean, all the Clone Wars as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, he was just awesome. I know he is like, um, he is like the best or if not one of the best duelists in the Jedi order at at that time that he was around. And and yeah, he. I, I just thought he I just thought he was awesome. Made a lot of poor decisions uh, or quite a few poor decisions in the prequels <laughs> just in terms of the movies. But um, didn't to, to me, it didn't distract from his awesomeness. And Samuel L. Jackson is Samuel L. Jackson. So, I mean, I um, so, yeah, I Mace Windu had to be on my list. He's not very, super high on my list, but he is on my list. And yes, I did like him more than Luke personally. Just in
0: terms <gasps> of. How could
1: yeah. you? It's a base window. being window. I don't know what to say. Um, uh, I thought he was pretty cool in Attack of the Clones. I thought he was pretty cool. And I also like, I also love that um, his his short thing in uh the Clone Wars, the Tartakoski Clone Wars is amazing.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it
1: is. Oh man, that's so not cool. enough. So, people didn't have like seen that. that. <laughs> 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 oh boy. Um... But yeah, so yeah, Mace Windu is definitely on my list. So I have him at number seven. Uh,
0: well, spoiler alert again, he's not on my list. Um, he's Uh. not in my top 10. But if I had an honorable mention, which I skipped over, um, he'd probably be on there. Um, Mm. he also went toe to toe with Darth Sidious, man. Although you can, you could throw that into, oh, Sidious planned that. Yeah, I was waiting if you wanted to, but like, we won't get past that. We're gonna say no (laughs) because Kit Fisto died with one strike. Um, and Mace Windu <laughs> held his own that was i for yep. the life of me i just don't understand what like quick tangent george really couldn't make that just a little bit more exciting like you had three you had those you had those four jedi there and none yeah, of them could last for, more wrong. than one strike
1: <laughs> yeah i was yeah i was disappointed
0: he gave he has that- given us such good lightsaber fights but yeah, We didn't get, I, okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. It was just very disappointing. <laughs> to this day, I still don't understand. I'm like, you've given us so many good duels and then this happened and I was just very confused. But that's fine. Alright, back to the list. Um, my number eight comes with, again, a very specific stipulation. Am I breaking the rules? Is this not allowed? Should I be looking at the whole <laughs> character as opposed to just a limited view of the character? Probably. I don't care, though. Because my number eight is Rey before the oh, Rise no. of Skywalker. Blasphemy. I'm no, um, well aware. Trust me. <laughs> oh, this this will get a lot more. I don't know. Out of this and the other selection on my list, which I've already hinted at, I don't know which one's going to get me more hate, but that's okay. <laughs> um, Rey before the Rise of Skywalker. Um, Part of this could be the awesome Daisy Ridley, and she just gives an awesome performance. There's that. But I also would put that for a couple other people on this list, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I happen to think Ray is like this wonderful beacon of optimism in the first two films in both 7 and 8 through everything that's thrown at her. She really takes the Luke Skywalker, but then ups the ante in terms of the Force, right? So like when we had Luke in the original trilogy and you were talking about like – the actual Jedi versus not and, and versus the prequels and blah, blah, blah. All right, because he's very much on a journey and he barely learns anything in the original trilogy, right? Up until, you know, in between the movies that we don't get to see. Whereas Rey really picks up a lightsaber in seven and by eight is learning, and it's like right? there's a whole lot more development in terms of her being a Jedi. Um, I think that she is a great, she's so optimistic. There's this love for, I think, When Luke left Tatooine, there wasn't as much a sense of awe when he left. And maybe that just, that was just not the way it was written. But Rey was written in this, I've only seen the deserts. And, like, I've never, I didn't know there was and it's been memed and quoted a few different times. But, like, I didn't know there was this much green in the whole galaxy. And I think it's just stuff like that shows, shows she's so naive and optimistic. But she's just always willing to look for the best in things. And then in The Last Jedi... I think her character is the perfect embodiment of Star Wars. It's the perfect embodiment of you know her lack of lineage means anyone can be great. We all have that spe- we we all have that special something inside of us and I feel like that's I feel personally that's the message of Star Wars. It's that's that was the idea behind Broomboy. That was the idea behind all of all of that. Sure. So for her to and it wasn't Broomboy just doesn't done well it was weirdly tacked on but her 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 journey through those first two films um i really think are just they're beautiful and i exclude the rise of skywalker because the minute she became a palpatine it just made no sense and it was hardly written and then that's just a whole thing i don't want to so like if i had to include nine she was fine in nine there was nothing wrong with ray per se it's just the whole changing it to a palpatine i think changes her overall trajectory as a jedi whereas before the being no one i think really spoke to star wars and so that's why ray before the rise of skywalker is number 8 that was a mouthful mm-hmm. and i am so sorry
1: yeah that's that's very interesting so i mean i already already told you ray is not on my list yeah i um, you know yeah i i'm not as big a ray fan um i don't i don't hate ray um i thought I agree. I don't disagree with anything that you said. I thought I thought she was a little, um, um. How should I put this? I feel like her, I feel like her journey was. I, I and I feel like this with a lot of the sequel trilogy. It was just a very much a, a reflection of Luke's journey, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like this. There could have been more to it to just to deviate from that um so yeah i just i couldn't i couldn't put ray on my list
0: no that's that's fair and it might be that because like watching luke growing up as a child like i was watching concurrently with the prequels whereas ray i'm older and there's just an even deeper connection to star wars now than there than i than it was when i was five so um there could be a ton of reasons why i have ray before there but again before the rise of skywalker at number seven i have a high republic character um, oh wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that is Vernestra Rowe. Ah,
1: that's The
0: Marie Allen Jedi um knight. Um currently yes. in in she's actually one of the more widespread characters in the High Republic. Yes. Um I'm glad. Yeah. I am I'm incredibly glad also. We have her in first because the High Republic still knows. so I want to just throw this out there. She was in she was the main character in A Test of Courage by Justina Ireland. Um, she's been a recurring character in the marvel high republic comics um, a couple times she was in race to crash point tower a bit um, she's also one of the main characters that i'm and i'm currently reading it in out of the shadows and this book has kind of made me love her more um, she's a great embodiment of what the jedi are supposed to be right she's young she really is focused and she's not how do i explain this She's 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 not perfect, which the High Republic is making a really good is doing a really good job of showing that these Jedi just aren't perfect and they have attachments and they feel things. And I think that's great. I think what also makes her so unique in her story is that she's so young and she's a Jedi Knight. She was knighted by she was knighted at the age of 15. She took an she took an apprentice Imri Cantaros at the age of 16. And at this age of 17 is where she's at now and out of the shadows and you're like wow i think it's been really cool to watch her wrestle with the the responsibility of being a master and really not knowing how to go about it and i think that happens a lot we hear we see that in master and apprentice right with qui-gon not knowing how to properly teach obi-wan we see it in a lot of different examples but i think her being so young it's just an it's it's a really fresh take on that um, dynamic and it's been really fun to watch her Be so young, but then also to be like mature beyond her years, but then also be trying to learn and then to be down on herself and then be hopeful. It's just very like she's obviously Mary Allen and she's not human, but it's a very human journey um, from our standpoint. And it's just that's I I, she quickly has become like my favorite character of the High Republic era. Um, Yeah, so I I. I'm like, do I put her? Is it too early? I haven't even finished *Out of the Shadows*. But I said, you know what? No, I'm putting her on this list. So at number seven is Vernestra Rowe.
1: And she has a light whip. Don't forget that. And she
0: has a light whip, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, she's sw- oh, all right. Yeah, all right. Enough gushing. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, she, she fantastic. She, I like her so far. I couldn't put her on my list just because it's been so early. Um, um, but. But yeah, I could easily see her down the line, like when the High Republic is done, being being like in my top ten. Um, and yeah, I mean, she's so young, like you said, so like like gifted. It's it's like Anakin, like a little bit. Yep. You know.
0: Yep. But without it's all very, of that like emotional yeah, with, <laughs> baggage.
1: <laughs> yeah, without the baggage and the anger and and the angst and the uh, the dark side, um, uh, which some people like, you know, the whole Anakin Vader thing, but. Uh, but yeah, she she is uh yeah she's something else. She's very gifted, so I'm very very much looking forward to seeing more of her. Um, so yeah, my list continuing to go down. I have at number six, I have Cal Kestis. So I have Cal at number six. Um, so I have him even higher on my list. Um, for all the reasons you gave, not to really, you know, belabor the point because I feel like you put it very well. But Cal is a fantastic character. I mean. We, like you said, we got to spend a whole lot of time with him. So that may be a little, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's very, very fair uh, to some of the other characters. But but like you said, I mean, he is he's like an everyman a little bit. I mean, he's just a person that was young, had to go through the purge, um, you know, very almost very Kanan like. But but um, but they are also unlike Kanan they stuck they they never really um never really completely abandoned their like the order um and like the teachings of the order um and i i always thought that was because once once like disaster struck and and he he kind of had i said a call to action he was hesitant but when he jumped in he jumped in like like both feet like full like completely in um and uh it was it was just a joy going through fallen order and i can't wait for this evening.
0: oh i can't either um,
1: Yeah, So <laughs> it's just like oh my god give me a cinematic give me something um but yeah it's uh yeah so cal cal had to be on my list as well so he's number six i like
0: that point you made about um yeah. about the idea that like he never truly was like gone from it and he was never yeah. truly <laughs> he accepted it he accepted when the when the adventure came at him and he saw the importance of getting this like he didn't know what it was at first but then getting spoilers the list of the um the jedi names right who are still around after yep. order 66 like he takes that responsibility on um and he's definitely yep. one of the biggest question marks that everybody has in terms of like is he still alive
1: yeah what happened to him yeah uh um, yeah that sequel yeah, can't a, come soon chain. enough jeez <laughs> If he dies, I don't know what that's going to do to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Cal is number six. Uh, Number five, I have Yoda. So Yoda is number five for me. Um, Yeah, Yoda is is just such a staple of of Star Wars. And he's just such a joy. That's
0: the word, staple. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, he's such a staple of Star Wars. He's such a joy to see in just about anything. Whenever I see Yoda, in anything. Whether it be any of the movies um any of the books any of the tv shows um when he showed up in rebels i was like oh my god it's yoda whenever yoda shows up in anything in high republic i'm like oh my god it's yoda so yeah yoda is and it's just his presence his calm but also his ability to be forceful when needed to fight when needed um but you know his willingness to try to find other ways to resolve issues um yeah, Yoda. Yoda had to be on my list. Um, could not not put Yoda on my list, and he had to be in my top five also, cause, because he, for me, he's Yoda. So I had to put him in my top five.
0: Sounds like I'm being called out um, for not yeah. putting Yoda in my top five, but that's okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I hear, yeah, I hear, it. I hear it in your voice. Okay.
1: Uh, okay you'd see your your Star Wars card is not. Oh God. Not. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I know. I'm gonna get that soon too. Just wait. Just, I definitely will. (laughs) It'll be revoked. Um, All right, so that was your six and five, right? Um, My six and five at number six, I have, and we never even got to really see them be a Jedi outside of a uh, a 20-second scene in The Rise of Skywalker. Um, And so this is also a cheat. And my list is filled with nothing but cheats. But Leia Organa at number six. I have, that I have Leia at number six. Yep. Uh, she is now before Rise of Skywalker. If I put together a top ten Jedi list, would I have put Leia on that list? No. Because for sensitive, yes, we know that. She knows things right. She could tell things, blah, blah, blah. But she was not a Jedi. It wasn't until the Rise of Skywalker that we see for a year after Return to the Jedi Um, That she was trained by Luke until she had the whole premonition, Ben Solo, Darkseid, whoa, I should not do that. So she doesn't and she leaves. But she is a Jedi for a quick second. Um, And so I guess when I'm putting her on this list though, I'm not really judging her by her Jedi qualities because we never saw that. I'm judging her by the fact that she's Leia freaking Organa and she's the force that she is. She's a force to be reckoned with. She is downright amazing in everything. She's like she's a queen you know right like she just is uh she is the template for like strong female characters um she is amazing in every way listen leia organa goes at like the top of my favorite star wars characters to begin with um so it's like if i had a top five of just star wars characters she would be up there for terms of jedi because you know murky jedi at best because she only did it for a few months she's at number six i just think because she's leia i can't really go any lower than six uh, you know it's leia how could i it's leia um so i have leia at six um i feel like that doesn't even mean much of an explanation she's leia organa so i'm gonna take it she's not on your list at all
1: no yeah, no, see? leia is not on my list um see, but just not enough time as a jedi yeah
0: and you know again yeah, in- i'm cheating but yeah. <laughs> I know this. I know I should be picking characters that we've had like a nice thorough examination of their time as a Jedi. No. No. Um at number f- at number 5 and you I want to I obviously I've listened to your list up to this point. So I I'm pretty sure you have this person and I guess that they're much higher. Um at number 5 I have 5 I have Ahsoka Tano. Um Interesting. I really, I really pondered her place above and I really could have put her at, honestly, this next like two through five are a little bit interchangeable for me.
1: Yeah, for, yeah, for me, it gets to a lot of that as well. When you get to like really the top four, yeah, you can kind of just shuffle them around a, a little bit. You can shuffle um, them around. Yeah. And so, <laughs> it's so, like,
0: I have that for a few of them here. And so Ahsoka, um, I have at five, but she also could have been at two or 3 or 4. So I wouldn't get too hung up on the fact that she's 5 cuz I don't really need I'm, I don't want to argue why she's at 5 and she's not higher. I just want to go and just put on a like show a bunch of love for this character that has come so far that we have watched literally for 13 years go from the tiny little, you know, quip-loving, chi- you know, child that most people could not love, did not could not like at all. They like she was just unlikable. She was considered when the 2008 movie came out, considered one of the worst characters in Star Wars. (laughs) And like, I never hated her on that level, but I didn't like her. I never, I
1: didn't, yeah, yeah,
0: I didn't hate her. I wasn't vehemently going, ugh. but like, you obviously knew it was a creation for children, right? Like, that was a character that was meant to be for little. You know, eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds, and and yes, as a sm- as a small fe- as a as a female, and I think her importance is important. Her importance is important. What the hell? Her like her presence is important to this. You know, to to fans and to having a young female Jedi. Because truth be told, there was a whole lot less female Jedi. There were not that many in two thousand eight that were noteworthy names. Um, but to then watch her evolve throughout the whole Clone Wars series. To become this awesome, kick-ass character that just, like, is also possibly the most Jedi of all the Jedi. Who, even though she walks away from the Order, cannot resist doing good. Because she just has a heart of gold. Um, Who returns to fight Darth Maul in the amazing Season 7 of Clone Wars. Who is in Rebels, this, like, wizened, you know, not-Jedi. Who is like still doing the good work, helping the rebellion as Fulcrum, Um, who's in the Mandalorian, played by Rosario Dawson. I just think that she is this awesome character that has grown. And we've, I don't think we've been able to see a character for as long an amount of time in Star Wars consistently. Still, it's not like, oh, it's a comic that has lived for 13 years. She's a character that continues to have new appearances on TV after 13 years, and I think that's something special. Um, and so Ahsoka is very easily in my top five.
1: That's, yeah, so, I mean, I can't argue with that. Um, Ahsoka is on my list, so I guess I'll, I'll spoil that. But, but yeah, Ahsoka, you know, to me, it has, is an easy top five. So I definitely not going to argue that um, at all. And, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting... You know, of course, your list. Your list is your list. Um, but yeah, I couldn't put Lay on my list. Definitely couldn't put Lay on my list. She's in my list of, of just characters in general. But um, but yeah. So I don't know. So that's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, so now now we're getting into my top four, and my number four. And I don't know if this is going to be controversial. Maybe maybe not. I don't know if this person is on your list. It doesn't sound like they are. But I don't know. What do I know? um uh number four i have kanan ah Uh, kanan jarrus caleb doom is number four on my list (laughs) my god how why would you do that how dare you do that how dare you put kanan above luke or you know whatever people are going to say i don't know but but i look kanan is so is fantastic okay i love kanan in rebels i love kanan in uh in um uh, the last Padawan in the comic. Um, I hope to see more of Kanan in in other things. I know he, of course, he had a tiny cameo in Bad Batch, but, um, but yeah, Kanan was Kanan was a great character. I loved his arc in Rebels, um, where he was he was, and even in A New Dawn. As much as I really didn't like A New Dawn. Um, but I think I think a new dawn served a good purpose for his character arc of him just not being a Jedi, because really for really all the book he was not a Jedi, he was just surviving, and that was just what he did. And he rejected, I mean for really for the most part he was rejecting being a Jedi, it's like I'm not I'm not doing that. And in Rebels he did the same thing. Um, and uh, so yeah, Kanan's Kanan's journey throughout Rebels was was definitely and just even again even from the last Padawan, just everything he had gone through just very um you know very filled with kind of a lot of struggle and strife uh and grief and um you know with what he was able to do with the ghost crew with kind of him being a bit like kind of their, like their leader a bit uh uh and we you know, with the ghost crew and how he was able to almost develop his own like family with the ghost crew. And then return to being a Jedi towards the very end. And then being blinded and then sacrificing himself for the rest of his crew. Oh, Yeah, Kanan Kanan's character is just like it's like it's it's great. So I, I yeah, Kanan had to be very high on my list. I I knew. So Kanan is number four uh for me. So yeah, definitely, Kanan had to be very high. Um. Uh. So yeah. So number three for me is Ahsoka Tano for all the reasons that you, <laughs> for all the reasons <laughs> that you gave. Ahsoka is a fantastic character. Um. You know, she. You know, at points I was debating all number one, number two, number three, but she. She's a fantastic character. Um. I mean, her to, from her introduction, I didn't like Ahsoka. When she was introduced, part of the reason I didn't even really discover the Clone Wars until later on when I binged it, because I didn't like Ahsoka. I did not like her character. It was very kind of like just the you know the kid that's tagging along and no oh, what, snips. What are you doing? And blah blah blah. And it's just like ah, oh, it's annoying. But um, but no, she grew. She really grew to to really start to um, develop into her own. Character, um, and not just her own Jedi, but really her own like person outside of the Jedi Order, to so where she's really prioritizing her own values over the order, just straight up over the order, to the point where she's like, I can't really even support, um, you know, the order or what's going on anymore. And seeing, you know, her become more skilled, and then her uh, showing up in Rebels, and how she showed up in Rebels, and how amazing that was, and to her even in the Mandalorian. And of course this Clone Wars Season 7. Um, I mean just the list goes on. and I, I can't wait to to see more of her. In her own show. I'm sure it, it, after we see her in her show. She might be, even be higher. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Soka is fantastic. So I, had, so I had to put her at number three.
0: Yeah we're obviously in agreement. Let we just talk about those top. That top like top four top five. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that whole walking away from the order thing is like, ai I didn't mention it, but that whole values over the order dilemma mm-hmm. and then ultimately her choice to go with her values. Um, and you're not wrong, like as tragic as it was to watch, right, especially with Anakin's involvement and everything, you're like, no, she's right. She's 100% yeah. right. And they did her dirty. And I'm glad for her. Um and of course at that point we didn't know what we were getting next, right? We were like, "Oh, season 6 hadn't been announced, right? They weren't made yet, then it was released to Netflix and then we didn't know we'd see her in Rebels." So we were like truly didn't know, but she is she is a phenomenal character. Um all right, my 4 and 3. My 4 is the one where I set a very specific stipulation at the beginning of this episode, the beginning of this list, mm-hmm. um their inclusion and if it was not for this movie this character probably wouldn't be on my list at all, and that is one thousand and ten percent blasphemy, and I will get shamed and have my
1: card <laughs> revoked.
0: Um, and that is Luke Skywalker, but the Last oh. Jedi version. Oh
1: yes, okay. yeah.
0: See, look at this. I'm putting oh. Luke Skywalker, and I'm making it the Last <laughs> Jedi version, and it's the only version I would include on my list. That is because I think. Luke Skywalker in the original trilogy is fine. You you talked about him already. He's yeah. He's fine. He's good. He's the symbol of hope and optimism. Like I discussed with Ray, and you said obviously very much parallel to that story. Um, but sure, fine, whatever. A little bit bland though. Like I think what makes Luke so interesting is all the supporting characters and the big journey he goes on. Not necessarily he himself, but the people he comes across that influence him. Um, Darth Vader, Sidious, Yoda, Han Solo, Organa, like Leia. There's just so many. 3PO, R2-D2. The Last Jedi gives what I think, one, is Mark Hamill's best performance in any of the movies. Uh, And two, makes Luke a much more human, interesting character. Um, One of the things that I disagreed with when The Last Jedi is this notion that Luke would never, ever, would never, ever become a hermit, would never, ever turn his back on on the galaxy, and would never, ever have actually, like, had that impulse to strike down his nephew, right? And I'm like, so he's a Jesus character? He can do no wrong? Like, that's my question. or like... The fact that he could only be doing good and that there was no there could never be temptation, there could never be any wrongdoing or mistakes. That didn't make sense to me. The last Jedi humanized him in a way that I think even the original trilogy didn't do as much. like the the last Jedi showed a man having to truly learn from devastating failure. Like a failure, you think that you truly will never get past, but you have to, and it takes such a long time, but eventually through young blood, giving you a new perspective and old mentors showing you the right way with Yoda and that whole conversation, like the greatest teacher failure is Yoda says. And I think Luke learned that and Luke learned what it really meant to be like a beacon of hope for the galaxy. And I think at the end, what he's supposed to do, what what he does at the end, not actually being there, but projecting himself from Octo to crates is the ultimate act of, of like, sacrificing himself and being this beacon, this this fire to start the resistance, to be cliche. And I think he's his most interesting in The Last Jedi. Um, So that is how Luke Skywalker is on my list.
1: <sighs> wow, that's very controversial. Yeah,
0: I know, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm aware.
0: I'm aware. And you know, I will die on the hill that is... The Last Jedi is my favorite of the sequel trilogy movies.
1: No, um, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is. It's the same for me. Yeah, um, we
0: can both yeah. be shamed.
1: <laughs>
0: Woohoo. hoo! Um, so that is Luke Skywalker at number four. Um, at number three, I can't not have him. We, you, he was on your list. He is on my list. Or was your honorable mention? And now I'm forgetting. I'm old. Qui Gon Jinn. Is my number three? Um, was he? Wow, number three. Yes, was he your number ten, or was he on your honorable mention?
1: He was the number eight. Oh, from- he's number or eight. Or No, he's number nine. Nine. Okay, I was close. Nine. All
0: right, I was close. Um, Qui Gon at number three. Are we talked about him already? He's unorthodox. He is obsessed with prophecy. Um, he cannot play by the council's rules, so he is not on the council. He has been invited, but he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Like, I, I don't do all this. I don't like the way you're doing things. I think I loved I loved seeing his dynamic with Obi-Wan in Master and Apprentice. And we talked about earlier that struggle of bearing that responsibility of teaching another human being um, and being responsible for that person's well-being and their and their learning. I think it, he's just so different from Obi-Wan at first, and it leads to such a great dynamic, but he's so he so wants to get it right, but he didn't he was very close to giving up, too, very early on, which I love to see. He's like, I kind of want to reassign you, because I don't think this is working for either of us. Like, he had that kind of mentality. Um, and to watch him grow as a teacher, even at the older age that he was at already, um, to not have it all figured out, um, I, I, he was just, he was just great. I, I, I love his unorthodox nature. I've always loved that about certain Jedi. I like when they're unorthodox. I like, as much as I like shining symbols of everything the Jedi stands for, I like when a Jedi is do- going their own way. And I think that we've seen that with a bunch of our picks um, so far, like with Quinlan Boss, with Qui Gon Jinn, right, with Ahsoka Tano. I think with me and Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. I think there's just something to be said about someone who is doing things their own way and it just makes for a compelling story. And Qui-Gon Jinn is as compelling as they come. It helps that it's Liam Neeson. It helps that I now hear Liam yes. Neeson and mm-hmm. everything I read that has Qui-Gon Jinn. Right? So <laughs> I, th- I think that's the case with a lot of our, you know, a lot of characters. Uh, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, and some other people will come across. Um, so that is Qui-Gon Jinn at number three. Um, so why don't we both give our twos, and then we can do our okay. one separately. So, number two, sir.
1: Sure. Yeah. So number two for me is Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, so, you know, same. Uh, yeah. See, there you go. So we both had the same number two. So Obi Wan Kenobi had to be number two for me. I mean, Obi Wan. Uh, he's he's Obi Wan. I mean, he's a master. He is the, the um, you know the person we grew with through the pre, of course, along with, with Anakin, who, who, you know, we'll maybe hear his name too, but we are Obi-Wan. We grew with through the prequel trilogy and through just about everything else. I mean, novels on Obi-Wan comics on Obi-Wan, um, you know, we're getting a show on Obi-Wan we're getting there's so much Obi-Wan content and he's so, um, he is measured very much one for following the rules. I think, I, I think particularly with, with how we saw him in the prequels is particularly so when it comes to how he handles Anakin. Um, but he's also someone that understands when other things are necessary. Um, like with how he executed or tried to execute Darth Maul, um, his relationship with, um, um, the one from Mount Mandalore. I don't know. why I'm forgetting her name. Um. Uh. But with the uh, Queen of Mandalore. Um. What is her name? Why am I forgetting her name? Um. But uh. But uh, you know who I'm talking about. Um. Uh. It's not. Is it? Is it, uh, is it Satine? Satine. Yeah. It, Duchess Satine.
0: Is. What is wrong with us? Yes,
1: Duchess Satine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people were screaming at their screaming at their um you know, their phones and and but, but yes so it was Duchess Satine, so his relationship with Satine um, you know, and all the Clone Wars adventures he had gone on, his adventures on Mandalore his adventures in even when he showed up in Rebels um, and how he finished off Maul everything he did in the prequels um, everything he did in the original uh, uh, trilogy in, in um, A New Hope um, I mean, he's, he is the, he's kind of, when you think a Jedi, G, when you think Jedi Knight, you think Obi-Wan, in my opinion. It's just my personal opinion. When you look at, oh, what is a Jedi? What does a Jedi look like? What does a Jedi do? You think Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so yeah, he had to be easily number two on my list. Oh, you could also say Obi-Wan Kenobi slash Ben Kenobi. I know some people see him as Ben Kenobi here, but yeah, so Obi-Wan is number two for me. I also have
0: Obi-Wan at number two. Um, Ewan McGregor, awesome, duh. Um, Yes. I I think Obi-Wan is the best part of the prequel trilogy, and a large part of that has to do with Ewan McGregor, and I think it also just has to do with the type of Jedi that he is. I liked your word, measured. He is definitely very measured. I think he's the perfect counterbalance to Um, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's desire to... Straight from the council and stray from the rules a little bit and bend things a little bit um, is not Obi Wan's way. It's like Obi Wan's like, all right, I learned that. I saw what that did. I'm not going to be a like, Obi Wan's not like a super stickler, right? He's not one of those people that you're like, rules, 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 rigid, rigid, rigid. And I feel like he's he's willing to bend, but like bend less than Qui Gon. And it's this cool medium that I think makes him so like just makes him so likable. He really is just so likable. Um, I think he, watching him also have to go through his own struggles as a master. Um, at, you know, also at a young age. Think about it. He's what? Num- I think, believe, what was, I believe he was in his early, like 20, 21, by the time Phantom Menace comes around. And then he has to take in this young child, so- Anakin, who was already too old, and then start training him from the ground up um, and this assignment he takes, and this, he, he, he has this attachment to, to duty, right, and this dedication, this commitment to, to his responsibilities, um, but he's also someone we've seen, like, go outside of that a little bit, but never to an extreme, he, the whole Duchess Satine and the past that they had, right, um, that's hinted at in the Clone Wars, um, it's just so, it's just so fascinating, he's just such a good character, and i feel like actually most people would agree with us Obi-Wan would be on the top of most people's lists and that's before we're even talking about Alec Guinness's version um, in the original right, yeah. trilogy who again known mainly as Ben Kenobi then and I feel like a lot of the time we look at the two characters as, as separate um, and I think that's just because they're just two different actors and they're two very different characters by the time they roll around but even then and what we see in Rebels as they bridge the gap a little bit with that episode against Maul Um, you know, just so measured and he's become very, he's become a little bit of like Yoda and he's become a little bit of like Qui-Gon and he's not, you know, he, he, he's a very, um, I, I, I love the way he, you know, of of course I know him. Like he's pondering, do I know who Obi-Wan, like, do you know a Ben Kenobi? Well, of course I know him. And like, pause, pause, he's me. And like there's just he as he got older, he became a little funnier. And I guess being a hermit for so long could do that. I'm very excited for the Obi-Wan series. Um I think that's going to be amazing. I think that it has the potential to be as good if not better than The Mandalorian. Um just with everyone involved and bringing back all the characters. I'm excited to be to see Ewan again. Um so that is uh my number 2, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um I'll let you close things out today. With your number one. So okay. I'm going to give my number one first, and I'll let you be the last. I'll let you you close it out today. I feel like I've closed out the last two top tens, and so it's, it's more than fair. That's your turn. Um, yeah, absolutely. My number one is on your list, and that is Kanan Jarrus.
1: Kanan is number Kanan, one. Oh, I love Kanan it. Kanan <laughs> is
0: my favorite, and this is what I was talking about. Two through five is more of a toss-up. Kanan has been my favorite character since, like, season two of Rebels. Kan- Kanan wow. has been, like, my favorite Jedi, hands down, since season two of Rebels. Um, you want to talk about the reluctant hero? This is Kanan to a T. This is a man that, as Caleb Dune was on the run after Order 66, after his master, Depa Balabas was killed, um, and then spends much of his life... Right after a few, at once a few years pass from his original like run. Spends much of his life not a Jedi, not even like Cal, who, you know, was thrust into it, but he was still wanting to do good. No, Kanan was like, I don't want anything to do with this. Like, Hera, keep me away from your rebellion stuff.
1: Yes, keep exactly.
0: me away from it. I don't want to do good. I don't want to be on anybody's radar. I don't want yep. to be a Jedi. I don't want to be for the light. I. I don't want to be a terrible person, obviously, but, like, I'm not looking to do good. I'm looking to lay low and survive and let that be it. And he really does have adventure thrust upon him um, when everything with Ezra happens and everything in Rebels happens and Ahsoka and Maul and the Inquisitors and just everything comes at him and him becoming, him losing his sight in the second one, going through his own trials, him being a pseudo-master right he's never actually a master ezra's never actually really a jedi right none of them are getting any proper training or any proper advice they're completely figuring it out on their own for the most part and they're just going forward they have they get a couple of guidance he sees the grand inquisitor back when he was a temple guard he meets the i'm forgetting the giant creature in season 3 the bendu. yep thank you the bendu um but he never gets like proper we don't see proper Jedi Council. This is how you should do things. He doesn't get that, so he has to figure it out on his own. And I think he is this wonderful, wonderful character that also taps into like the mysticism of the Jedi and a lot of what he was doing in season three and season four, um, which which I love. Which is also I know something that Freddie Prince Jr. loved, um, in like that mysticism, this samurai mysticism. Mm-hmm that that came along with star wars and that he 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 loved this character so much and he brought so much to it and i think that also makes him so much more enjoyable when watching rebels and listening to the character um so kanan wanna and 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 he, he 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 no longer a jedi the dude can love whoever he wants so with hera and a new dawn watching him try to be flirty the entire book that was awesome. So Kanan Jarrus, my number one, my favorite Jedi of all time.
1: That's a surprise. That is definitely a surprise uh, to me. But even though I love Kanan. Uh, I have them at number four. Um, but yeah, Kanan, I mean, I can't really argue. Kanan's a fantastic character. Um, I, I just, I want to see more Kanan. I hope we get more Kanan. <laughs> I don't know how other people feel about Kanan, but, but I mean, I, I want more Keating. Oh, so do I. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was sad when they killed him. <sighs> well, and gonna, it was but, uh, it was <laughs> so
0: emotional, too. It was so it was sad. So, and it was so wonderfully gotta, done, though.
1: blind him, and then you're gonna kill yeah,
0: him. Yeah, I know. Another one done dirty. Let's talk about Belzettifor. Like, this is <laughs> another one done dirty. Some of our characters oh. really go through the ringer, dude. Kill his-
1: Kill his master. You kill the order. You kill the order. Kill the
0: master. Take his eyesight. Take his eyes. Make him think that Ezra's going dark for a bit. Have him struggle as a master. Then have him commit. You know, have him sacrifice himself.
1: You give, Jeez, a, you give, him, you give him a kid, and then you kill him. Oh my god!
0: Did he know he was? That's did he know I'm... she was pregnant? I don't remember.
1: I, I don't know. I I forgot. I, you know um, what? Because
0: that would have been horrible.
1: Yeah, that would be. have been. I mean, so I, I kinda bad. Hope not. <sighs> Um, I mean, I I don't think he did. I'm, that's another thing I'm kind of wondering because I mean, well, like what happened to to Jason Sandula Like, is like, did I don't know if that's something that will ever be addressed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I wonder that sometimes.
0: <laughs> I have no clue, but you'd have to think that you, you got to think it's going to yeah. come somewhere, comic book or something yeah, expanded somewhere. material if they want to. Though I do think. Oh, there's a whole other conversation you and I will have off air. Sorry. Continue. Your number one, num- sir. Yeah,
1: my number one is, uh, you know, no as no surprise to anyone, Anakin Skywalker. So Anakin Skywalker um, is my number okay, one.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: You know, one through three was jumbling up and up or all all over around. Ahsoka, Obi Wan, Anakin. Ahsoka, Obi Wan, Anakin. Anakin is my number one. Um is my number one Jedi. Um, I mean, you know, I, of course, a, a ton of people can't stand Anakin. I love Anakin's character. Um, I love his journey. Um, you know, it's, it's a situation in which, and, and they, they in, you know, George makes sure to say that, you know, this is part of the reason they don't teach Jedi. Um, as they're, as they're, you know, already like older and Anakin lived a particularly through a particularly traumatic childhood. Um, even though it's not portrayed that way though, I think it may, that may have been just for like, you know, for, uh, for family, for the purposes of making, make sure it's a family movie and everything. But I mean, he was a slave. He was a slave. was his mom a slave too. Um, or was she like just trying to survive? It it was a very, I never, it was an awful situation. um, what he was what he was dealing with and i mean he had a lot of emotional issues but you also knew and you can tell that he was trying to do good you knew he was trying to do good throughout the entire prequel trilogy um and he also knew that he was gifted with extraordinary power this is exp- expanded upon of course in the books and the tv shows and all all everything else um and he tried to use it to do good, but you know him and his relationship with Padme and everything just—it all just consumes him. Um, but it's just, boy, I mean, talk about a tragic, tragic story. Um, and yeah, Anakin for me is—he was—it was—it was never a doubt in my mind that he was going to be in my top three. Um, any, whenever there's any new Anakin content, um, and I—I I like Vader, but whenever there's any new Anakin content, I consume it in the blink of an eye because I'm always so fascinated to see you know what like you know what was going through his mind at any point in time <laughs> throughout his growth from being a child you know quote unquote the prophecy which is like jeez I mean talk about putting pressure on someone the prophecy child to being Anakin's general Skywalker during uh during the clone wars I mean just and of course his relationship with Obi-Wan is is just it's just always a joy to see um, so yeah, Anakin is just, he's just, he's just so fascinating, but also very relatable as from like, just a, I think just a human perspective, um, as well. I mean, not, you know, some of the other like cringy stuff that he does <laughs> relating to Padme, but just in terms of like, this his journey and everything that he, that he struggles with. So yeah, Anakin, Anakin is, is my number one. Anakin is definitely my favorite Jedi and yeah it's just that's just i think that's (laughs) a
0: respectable choice i think that's you know i don't know how many people would agree but i think the idea of anakin definitely is like up there in terms of characters i just feel like i have a trouble reconciling the idea of anakin versus the like the portrayal we got of anakin in in -hmm. the prequel trilogy so i have trouble like separating the two but truth be told the most interesting stuff in the Vader comics, right? All of them, is always when we get flashbacks to the past. To his oh, time yeah. as Anakin. Okay. I think that's always consistently um where Vader Vader wrestles with what Anakin and, was.
1: And it shows like that what it, it really highlights what like what everything he went through. Mm-hmm. You know? It shows it from like a different perspective. Like this is a he's just a man that was that was broken, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like sad, <laughs> like it's it's really sad uh, what happened to him, you know. And and so yeah, it's 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 such a tragic, such a tragic. Oh, story. he
0: really, it really, he is a completely, very much so a tragic hero. Every from where he yeah. started, slaves, um, slave him and his mother slaves, um, to having yeah. to leave his mother um starting his jedi training at such an you know he's young but is considered very old to start your jedi training he's nine in the phantom menace um to to being the face of this prophecy and the the only hope for the jedi and truth be told the jedi failed him the jedi completely failed him the order failed him and 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 you know i there are so many things that you could I love one of the coolest things is did you see the, the Mandalorian making of, documentary. One yeah. of the episodes, Dave Filoni talks about the true meaning behind the Phantom Menace. Right, and he talks about how like, Qui Gon's, you know, Qui Gon's lack of involvement yeah. in Anakin's life, and right, like right. like Qui Gon's would have been the real difference maker, and you just see like. How close, how yep. how even more tragic Qui-Gon's death is and even more tragic that Anakin couldn't get the help that he needed. Because as great as Obi-Wan was, I think Obi-Wan went from what could have been a father figure to like a brother figure that he calls him in number three. And that's not what Anakin needed. Anakin needed a parent. Anakin needed a parent. He did not have his mother. He never had a father. And Qui-Gon was like a father. And Anakin, young nine-year-old Anakin, says as much in number three one so it's right. it 1000 percent a tragic story and yeah i don't i didn't include him on my list the clone wars does a, a phenomenal job as the clone wars does with so many characters at fleshing him out making the romance with padme so much better um just really giving breathing life into that character that the prequels just i don't think did very well and that's because of like a very stilted script um and just not great delivery but uh, yeah, no, I can respect that choice. Even if he's like not anywhere on my 10, um, I, re- I really do respect that choice. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, also a notable omission for, for I think for both of us. Um, Ezra is nowhere to be found. on I do
0: not a... like Ezra.
1: I was just about and I'm glad <laughs> I w- I'm glad I'm not the only one. I was not <laughs> the biggest fan of Ezra. And I feel like I know, uh, and there's the word now that we're getting Ezra in, in the Ahsoka show. I don't know if that. um, that's, but that's being reported in various different places, allegedly as a rumor, I guess, but um, that the person that played Aladdin is supposed to be playing Ezra. Which makes, which like, which I'm
0: okay with, because I actually like the guy. Yeah. Um, and I think that actually would make me more excited for the character than the actual yeah. character.
1: Um, yeah.
0: No, we're on the same page then? Not not a fan?
1: Yeah, yeah, not the biggest fan of Ezra. I I was hoping to like Ezra, you know, but it just it 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 took it took too long for him to just not be annoying to be completely honest. And then you know, nothing really came of it. Just just, you know, he he did he did some Jedi stuff, which is fine, but nothing, you know, nothing that that really made me connect to Ezra. And he was a lot of again with the with a lot of connection with like the 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 whole time portal thing towards the very end of the series and um and he just he's just gone i don't know where he is now i guess that's that's uh, isn't that like a it's just like a mystery now giant
0: mystery that we we don't know when it yeah
1: yeah so it's just it's very i don't know ezra i feel he's someone that could have been on my list probably should have been on my list but he's not
0: no man i agree with you i won't put him anywhere near my list it's like the name pops up really easy because he has been one of the more prominent, you know, Jedi characters in media or he's within the last, you know, since Lucasfilm was purchased. But I found him so annoying. Uh, he was just that annoying teenager. And again, that is supposed to be Star Wars, right? He's that stand in for all those younger, young, the younger audience. And maybe it's because we're too old and that's fine i don't know i don't okay (laughs) well i'm i'm feeling old and maybe just not doesn't click with us but i found him very annoying i don't think much the what could have been interesting is he going down the dark side route that was like so hinted at in season two and three went nowhere
1: um yeah that that would have been much better
0: i think so i really think it just would have made even if it's like cliche right because like so many of them do yeah I still think it would have made the character more interesting. It is cool that he oh, does come to love his found family. And I think that's more about the found family than him. I think it's cool mm-hmm. that he does sacrifice himself and take Thrawn with him. Um, I'm more excited at the prospect of who's playing him than the character himself to see him. I like, I think the bl- characters, the the actor is Mena Masood. I, I can't, i probably mispronouncing that. Yeah, yep. Um, But I'm excited. Also excited that it seems to be Lars Mickelson will be reprising his role that's,
1: as in either case. I mean that's what it should be.
0: That I I yeah. really that's one of those things like that's an obvious if you can take Katie Sakkoff for like um Bo Katan in Clone Wars and bring her to mm-hmm. live action, you can one thousand percent take some Lars Mickelson give him some like prosthetics a bit and some color and that voice. That voice. Yep ah man Thrawn oh that's a that's a I don't we're getting off tangent point being is Ezra was not anywhere near my list and um I'm glad we both agree it might be like my if my sister would have put this list together Ezra would be in like a top five right and so but that speaks to she's younger right and so maybe that's just uh, again generational divide but no not on my list um but this has been our top 10 this was crazy this was awesome. We had we both had some picks on here that I I I don't think either of us expected, um, oh, and yeah, some orders 100%. that they didn't expect. This was fun. I'm really glad we did this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Me too. We, yeah, we we so this is definitely something that that we should do. I don't know. I don't think there have been enough Sith in no, canon. There haven't, unfortunately.
0: Course.
1: Yeah, there haven't been enough.
0: <sighs> there really haven't. I would love to do a top ten Sith. Because who doesn't want to do yeah, a top even, 10 bad guys type know. stuff anyway, right? In any it, yeah. medium. Bad guys are awesome. And the Sith are awesome. Oh yeah, We just get none of them.
1: Yeah, we don't get no, anyone. And because nothing
0: old. old Republic is canon right now. Exactly. Sorry. So all of those yes. cool characters, just we couldn't, If we could be like, we could say legends, but then even I don't even know that many, so then it would not be a very long list for me and it just wouldn't go well. But
1: Oh. Yeah, you know what we should do? Go for it. Uh, we should do top ten um, um, expanding universe um, characters. Oh. I don't know, I, though. I don't know if there are. I don't know if if well. I, I, I do know plenty of old Republic and other type other you know characters I would include, but um, but yeah, I don't know if that's something you would want. But that that I think that would be. Awesome. I think that would be awesome. My only issue is I'm not as read up on. Okay. That yeah. many.
0: I've read... Yeah, I don't know that many. I know the characters because I've read some, like read up on so much Star Wars over the years that I yeah. know like what the stories are about and I know the characters. I just haven't actually read the books. I think the only expanded universe novel I've actually read is... And I'm drawing a blank. Give me a second. Oh, it was like... Lit- I kid you not. It was the first Star Wars novel I read. And I was in my early teens... And Disney was not yet mm-hmm. had not yet purchased Lucasfilm, and it is the Mara Jade book. It's the one that introduces her, and it may not be th-
1: heir to the empire. Huh? Is that was that heir to the empire? <sighs> this
0: is what this I is believe, what Google's for, right?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Right? Okay, no. Okay, okay so she's
0: cool. introduced the first time, right, to characters. I meant when she's first explored, like when she first meet Luke, first meets oh. Luke. And she's oh, okay. explored as being the hand of the emperor. And I can't, for the life of me, remember the name. Merging Star Wars books. Come on, Google, don't fail me. Ah, ah, Choices of One found it. Oh. I okay. read Choices yeah. of One that takes place in between 4 and 5. And it's written by Timothy Zahn. And it is essentially the story of how Mara meets Luke. So I can tell you how I actually do enjoy Mara as a character but it, that is the only book I know her in and so outside of that I don't think this list would go very well but it's a great idea. Oh. Yeah. You know what we got to find <laughs> we <laughs> have to find a third person and have them join and then they can talk about it. That'll work. Yeah. We'll find yeah. something. Yeah, someone. Yeah,
1: exactly. And we can keep coming up with other lists. Yeah.
0: So. Oh there's there's a bunch of Star Wars stuff that we could be talking about in in every like, in terms of, like, listing and ranking anyone. Um, So we will definitely keep going with these types of lists. They're great content fillers, too, in between um, major drops and breakdowns. Um, But this has been our top 10 Jedi of canon Star Wars. So that means since Disney purchased Lucasfilm. Um, I'm really glad we did this. This has been something that we've been kind of talking about for, like, two months. Uh, And it's been... And the list has been sitting in our... (laughs) has just been si- it, it's been sitting ra- waiting to be read out loud on a podcast we just hadn't done it and we hadn't gotten to it so i'm glad we did um shamari where can people find you
1: uh people can find me um at the new generation podcast number that's n u generation podcast network uh wherever you listen to podcasts just look it up you'll be able to find me and my brothers we do various different types of podcasts as well um i have a star wars podcast on there the imperial broadcast with me and my younger brother i also do a superhero podcast we're into superheroes i also do it well i don't do it but we also have a sports podcasts if you're a sports fan so yeah definitely look us up we have a lot of great content um so yeah definitely check it out uh this has been
0: geeking out over star wars if you like what you have heard um and you might not because i'm pretty sure we both got our st- you know star wars fan cards taken away today but if you like what you heard um please 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 consider supporting us and you can do that by following and liking wherever you get your podcast at my spotify amazon apple podcasts we are everywhere you would get those we thank you for listening and we will see you next time